episode 168, Biological Dentistry and Motherhood. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair. Today, we're Dr. Therik Rutzenhoff Perspective. Join 2017 and 18 podcast awards nominated host and best-selling author on Amazon as we get a behind-the-curtain look at all types of doctor and guest specialties. Let's hear a doctor's perspective. Thank you for tuning in. It's the holiday season. Are you ready? Have you made plans? Have you got all your shopping done yet? I mean, Black Friday was uh, just around the corner. And Cyber Monday and Shop Local Saturday. Is that what it was? I hope everybody is shopping local. Especially this year. Sometimes it felt like if you're a big box corporation, you're going to win. If you're a mom and pop store, etc. Well, then good luck. Figure out a way out to pay your bills. Uh, It's tough. So if you've made it this far, 2020... I just want to say congratulations whether you're a doctor, own your own business, decide to do freelance or virtual visits, whatever you did to survive this year, and not just survive, but thrive. I want to say congratulations. I guess get some Velcro for those boots because it's it's going to be another crazy year. As you're aware of, if you've been listening to the show, I've been diversifying myself, taking my digital skills into one sheets where a doctor can showcase their achievements and present their keynote topics in a one-page PDF that is concise and attractive so that the other person you're trying to pitch it to, whether it's a doctor to get referrals or to a, another business so that you have a speech or a presentation there, you just give them this and then they're like, whoa, that's amazing. And here's a testimonial from Dr. Tony Brooks about that. Dr. Tony Brooks, I'm an author, speaker, chiropractor, veterans health advocate, And I was seeking some marketing material for my speaking and podcasts and radio and TV. And Justin did an amazing job. He asked the right questions. He pulled branding off of my website. He, you know, clarified things that weren't necessarily clear. And he did an amazing job. He even corrected my errors. I sent him some bad copy with an errant and, and he fixed it with no questions asked and was within hours of me recognizing it. What's just pure gold is that I, you know, I sent this thing out within 24 hours of receiving it back from Justin. And I not only booked a podcast, but I also booked a keynote. And that's why I created this thing between, you know, publishing a book and doing some TV appearances. You have to have something really simple to hand to people so that they can, you know, get a better sense of who you are. They're not going to read your CV. So, Justin, thank you. You did an amazing job. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to working with you in the future. Thank you. Oh, I'm blushing on this side. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Tony. I appreciate you uh, saying those words and taking the time to make a video. And I don't know if you've ever left a review for a podcast or on Amazon or a good business that you've encountered and you wrote a review on Google or Yelp or whatever. I'd recommend not Yelp, but whatever. I'm biased. I know it takes a couple of minutes and your name's attached to it, but if you did get good service, it means the world. You know, as a doctor, it's so important to get a referral and so important to get a good review on Google. New reviews every week or at least every month. It keeps everything current. Other people read it. They're like, wow, yeah, you've answered all my questions. We do that on Amazon. We do that on Google. And it's no difference for your doctor's office. So maybe maybe do some more reviews this year if you've gotten a good benefit from things, including this show, including the books that I have on Amazon, or even the one sheets. All right, I guess that should be enough. Uh, you can find more information at doctorsperspective.net slash one sheet. If you like accents, this week is Dr. Frederick in Germany. Next week will be a guy from the UK, and then the following should be a Scottish guy. But this week we're going to talk about biodentistry, environmental-friendly dentistry, I guess environmental for your body as well, actually, and motherhood. She is empowering women to create their own businesses, maybe joining a group of women together so that they can still be moms, still do the type of industry that they want to do on their own terms. And in a lot of places, that's just not something that's going on. So that's what we're going to talk about today. All the show notes on this episode and the transcript can be found at adoctorsperspective.net slash 168. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain. Disclaimer. 
I don't have a lot of experience interviewing people in person. It's always over the computer. So when I have the opportunity, once or twice, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's try to figure this out. Well, the microphone I have is kind of sensitive and my room is not the most non-echo situation. So the first couple minutes, you'll notice that there's a little bit more echo on Urian. She wasn't holding the microphone close enough. We fixed that. However, you know, I active listen. They're talking. Uh-huh. Okay. So sometimes you'll hear that and it's going to sound funny, either like a double echo or what I tried to do was just remove my part and you still hear me. I just sound like I'm 50 feet away. So uh, I did what I could to remedy the situation. Most of the time it's just fine. Uh, you know, a couple of times you might talk over each other a little bit and you hear a little funky. I don't personally feel like it's enough to distract from the quality of the episode to have to like redo it or anything. So uh, maybe just enjoy the non-perfection of an interview in this setting. I know I've heard way worse in like a bar, people talking and trying to do some kind of interviews. So uh, definitely much better than that. Anyway, I appreciate your patience and enjoy the interview with our German speaker who is English second language. So you'll also be able to hear a uh, authentic German accent. Welcome back to the show. I got great news for y'all. This is what, I guess, the epitome of why we do these podcasts. I had a guest come back to me a few days ago and say, hey, somebody in a reporter found my podcast from you. They listened to it and they wanted to interview me about different things. So I just really was excited that it's, it's actually panning out like, you know, we want it to and that other guests are getting more opportunities from being on the show. So that's really awesome. But let's jump into today. We are live in Deutz, which is Cologne, Germany, in my living room with another dentist. I haven't done very many live live like this before. One other one was with Quentin Briscoe, a chiropractor out in Lafayette when I was actually in Lafayette. But today, we're going to do it here, sipping on tea and enjoying the uh, thunderstorms and the cooler temperatures outside. We have... University of Bonn graduate over nine years ago. She did private practice for a while. Now she is doing more kind of coaching for uh, biodentistry, metal-free, holistic. We've had some other dentists in the past kind of talk about this topic a little bit, but we're going to get it from the German point of view. And uh, she's also an elected member of the board for the Cologne Dentistry. They need some youth in there so we can really learn, you know, a lot about what's going on, on the inside. So we're going to have a great interview. So please welcome Dr. Frederick Rudzenhoff. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. And because most of our audience is Americans and we kind of have an idea what's going on. And I mean, I've even had this conversation with you several times of, so how do you go to class? What's university like? Uh, how long does it take here? Because, you know, in America, it's undergrad and then dinner school, and then you can specialize even further. So the brief of how does that work here? Okay, <laughs> just just a brief overview about the um, yeah. We we don't call it dental school in uh, Germany. It's more just general university, and uh, yeah, you can decide a subject. But dentistry is um, not included in the general doctor's examination or studying. So dentistry from the beginning on is a separate um, subject. So. We are only together with the other dentists and not so much with the other uh, doctors or general doctors. But um, it takes us five and a half years if you do it in the regular time. And then you're a wholly full dentist. So you're allowed to do all every treatment um, in Germany. After that, you can also do special things like anodontics or periodontitis or implants or extracting wisdom tooth, all these things. But um, there are a few specialists we call Facharzt, which means like a specialist. Um, and this is like orthodontics, oral surgery or um, facial surgery. But these guys have to study the whole um, general doctor studies and the dentistry studies. So they study for about eight or nine years. Orofacial doctors. Wow, that's next level though. This is next level. Um, but as a general dentist from university, you don't have to specialize like in other countries for periodontics, anodontics or prosthetics or things. So we learn all this um, within our studies. <laughs> 
I guess two follow-ups. So you're taking the classic math, science, you're having to take maybe like a history or a social sociology class in your program, or is it just like all um, medical the whole time? I mean, it's this um, general science like uh, physics, uh, physiology, biochemistry, chemistry, um, these subjects, but no, yeah, no history, no. You're not taking like German class two. No, no, this is only in school. After we finish school, we finish this subject. So then it's only medical stuff. <laughs> it shaves off so many years, though. I like that. I wish America would do more of that. They it's nice to be, quote, well-rounded. But but what I recognize today is that we are so specialists. So I started my studies at 19. So I'm almost 15 years in this dental environment. And for me, I would have liked to have more general studies or more other topics. I think, like, psychology is way too little or... or um, some business tools or things we don't learn anything about it or patient communication these are all topics we don't really learn oh no you really have to do that the so hard way so you have to do that afterwards and um yeah no it's not included <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i think most of us are always complaining about oh, there's not enough business classes they expect us to just walk outside and put a shingle on the roof and patients just show up and i can convince them that they should get a, a root canal when really a crown should be good or they just want to rip the tooth out and like there's a lot of communication that has to go on so they pick what they need yeah you have to learn that on your own uh, within the job but um it used to be that way that everyone owns his own dental practice so back in the 17s or 70s or 80s mm -hmm. so um there was there were, weren't many options for employed dentists but this changed a lot in Germany within the last 15 years, I would say. So that there are now around 15% of the dentists in um, Germany are employed dentists. So they are not owning their own practice. They are not running their own business. Mm. Um, I also only was employed. I never owned my own practice. But it's, yeah, it has advantages and disadvantages. I mean, you can learn a lot when you're employed and don't have all these business things to do. Otherwise, there are more and more w women coming in the job and they are a little bit, yeah, defense or, or they don't want to go out there like, ah, I do marketing, I do my own practice. They're a little bit more afraid of all this stuff. So they stay in this um, surrounding of safe, employed, working. <laughs> And I think that's not uncommon, too, because a lot of women are like, I want a kid, I need family, then I have to cut hours or I have to hire somebody. And they might be like, yeah. I don't want to actually have to deal with employees, yeah. like other doctor employees, you know, that kind, because that's a whole next level. The situation for, for German dentists um, who are pregnant is very, very good because we have, from the, uh, we have rules here that we are not allowed to work because there are some... Um, oh, the, Yeah, the law says that it's too dangerous for pregnant women to work in this um, infectious surrounding of dentistry. And then you, once you're pregnant, you can stop working. And you get paid. You get paid the whole time that you're pregnant plus the whole time that you're breastfeeding your child. Which is like a year here. Yeah, which can be a year. So I also did it a year. Is this by the state or like your employer? In the end, it pays the um, health insurance. The German health insurance pays it in the end. And this makes many female dentists stay in these employed positions because it's so much more comfortable. <laughs> now. But it also has disadvantages because you can't do your thing. Yeah, you're kind of, I told you to do it this way. Yeah, quotas and things. Boom, before we jump into more about your, your story, I know a lot of listeners are like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Uh, insurance. Obviously, uh, I live here and I've brought my kid to the doctor and we don't pay anything. And I got medicine and we don't pay anything. And you know, for <laughs> Americans, we're like, but guys, don't worry. We're paying like 15% of your salary, okay? It's, there's no getting around it. There's no subsidies. It's you make a dollar, 15 cents is going to go to your health insurance forever. Um, <laughs> so it can get quite expensive. But... Uh, is insurance like a TK? TK is a major insurance carrier here, kind of like Blue Cross Blue Shield. If somebody has that, do they just cover like a teeth cleaning once or twice a year? Can you actually get cavities filled? Or how does that work? What's cash versus insurance? Okay, so the, the German health insurance system is quite difficult. I mean, you need um, 
four or five years after university to work in this setting that you understand it. So I don't know if I can explain the whole German health insurance system right now. But okay, basically, basically, there is um, the general health insurance. When you are employed, then it's what you said. You pay from your salary an amount. And I think nowadays a problem is that the people don't know what... Um, to pay because they only have their card, they go to the doctor, give the card, and they don't know the value. So they don't even yeah, know, does no the root canal treatment cost uh, 300 euros, does it cost 30 euros, or does it cost 3,000 euros? So they don't know it. Um, and 80% or no, 90% of the citizens in Germany are in the general health insurance. I'm not sure if 80 or 90%, I'm not sure, but uh, the mo yeah, it's still a lot. Uh, this insurance is not bad. Even in dentistry, it covers um, lots of things like a root canal treatment, but not a professional cleaning, but all treatments. If you have a cavity, you, but you still would get amalgam. If you want to have a composite or a ceramics or stuff, you have to pay extra. So it's like a basic thing, but lots of people do have now extra insurances for these extra costs. Hmm. Or they pay by themselves for prophylaxis, for things, but general periodontitis therapy, general prosthetics, general fillings, the, the easiest ones are covered from this insurance. And then there is this amount of, pe of people that are mostly entrepreneurs, so people who are owning their own business, is like also lawyers or doctors themselves. All these people are not inside the general health system. These people have private insurances yeah. and these private insurances pay everything. Ah, so, so if you want ceramic or just... Yeah, so, yeah, or you want cleanings, whatever, or... So, I mean, it's getting a little bit compli more complicated now, but the system was that these insurances paid everything, um, but the, uh, the monthly payment for this was not so, uh, so it was more expensive. So that most of the employees are not allowed to go into the private system. You have to have an amount of money mm -hmm. to, to, our, to be allowed to go into the private system. But it, it gets very expensive when you're old, so it also has some disadvantages. Me, myself, I am still, because I was employed, in the general health system, because it's, for me it's better. I just pay X for what I want extra service uh, and the good thing about it is in Germany and most of the other countries is separate like private clinics or general health system like in, in the UK it's this NHS for yeah. example and then you have NHS practice or private practice. Okay so you know when you're making the phone call yeah. they'll let you know like hey you no, know. No no and if you have the money you would not go to the NHS practice because right. the quality is bad and yeah. in Germany all this is within practices. So you as a person who does not have a lot of money, you still have the option to go to a specialist or mm. to a doctor who also treats private patients. Okay. And so it's... Everybody gets covered. So yeah. everyone is covered. And I think um, as a patient, you get real good services, but the Germans are always complaining about the system. So they don't know that they get so much more in the general health system than in any other country in the world. But they're always complaining when you say, yeah, you have to pay extra costs. They're always saying like, why do I have to pay 100 euros for a professional cleaning? Yeah. They don't get this. Because they think like in uh, decades ago, the general system covers everything. And they still have the mindset like the general system covers everything. But... It is surprising that they don't do the basic cleaning because it's the basic cleaning that would catch things. Yeah, but this is a political um, discussion about prevention in the general health system. Yeah, America too. They don't want to pay for prevention. They'd rather spend twice as much for your, your root canal than actually 100 euros to stop it from happening from the get-go. This is a political question. It's also why is it still amalgam, the basic um, filling material? Mm -hmm. This is another question. Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense from a specialist or from a doctor's point of view it doesn't make any sense <laughs> to do it like this but that's the system at the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right that's great information i hope it satisfies people's ideas of the great 
socialist medicine that everybody talks about in America. Oh, we need this. We need this. Um, not socialist right, not <laughs> for not us. It's just part of the, the people have mo who have more money do also have better health here. But if you don't have money, you still have a very, very good basic. And I think that's what we need to change is like getting it to where the poor are still covered. Even if we need to overhaul something in our own system, it's like they should have the basic rights. But dental insurance in America is very much always a... Uh, extra you know there's always a extra policy maybe it's covered for a cleaning but if you know you have bad teeth like you're gonna have to pay extra yeah, yeah but people oh, people who know who they have bad teeth they do this private extra insurances ah, so well i recommended it to them yeah we got you on you are involved with this holistic bio mercury free <laughs> which is a pain because if they already have them and you have to extract them it's like you have to hazmat suits and it's a big thing to exchange those from people's mouths from what i've had in past interviews so what got you into that why is that a passion of yours what's what's the goal how does that affect your practice i guess you're kind of out of practice right now you're you're trying to spread this message a little bit more yeah. so <laughs> um, could you use it in your own clinic how do dentists use it in their clinics What, what's, what's the backstory for that? Okay, <laughs> I think it's, um, it's this general shift in medicine that we've, what we've done the past 200 or 300 years, like we find a problem, we repair it, or we do this acute or acute mm -hmm. medicine things or um, some um, treat some with antibiotics and, I mean, or uh, injections and then we treat something, put a, medic a medicament on it and then it's gone. Yeah. So, and that's what we also did in dentistry. There's a hole, we clean it, we put something inside, no matter what it is, maybe it's the most toxic uh, element in the world, like mercury. Uh -huh. But... Mm, It lasts long, so we put it inside. Yeah. I mean, all these things, had uh, we had to find them out in the past 200 years. Let that gold crowns can, can um, hold teeth together. Or there's, in dentistry, there's a lot, it's a lot about material. Mm -hmm. So it was quite difficult to um, find out which materials can work in the mouth yeah. so that yeah. people can. Trial and chew error. again or bite again and I mean um, it, it was a big problem that people lost their tooth earlier mm -hmm. so like uh, 30 or 40 years ago 60% of the persons over 60 had no own tooth oh. anymore so but now it's like it's only 5% of the people who don't have own tooth at all wow so they haven't lost any tooth really yeah because of this prevention things and all this and i think it's a general shift in the medical world between this okay we're just fixing a problem because we see that more and more patients are coming with so many problems everywhere in their bodies mm. and uh, there are so many different topics doctors have to bring together but in the system at the moment it's still this you have 10 minutes time to check what it is and that's the way dentists also used to treat patients okay here's the pain there okay i make the pain go away <laughs> yeah, yeah and this worked but there are more and more people who don't uh, aren't capable with all this uh, yeah things that are in their body and you feel then when patients come that you can't help them so yeah they have like some flush or how you call it like the gum is red or mm. and things but it's not you don't know how to treat it you can put cortisone or something on it uh-huh yeah what dermatologists do what dentists do in the mouth um but this is not a real therapy or it's like what's caused it to begin with let's have a conversation about what's creating this so that you can stop this and yeah now your gums will stay healthy because you're stopped i don't know eating candy all the time or drinking alcohol all the time or something but i think more and more doctors are thinking in this way and that um, it was also my pregnancy in 2018 and i did a specialization in environmental dental medicine which is like a, not many people do it right now but more and more people are interested in it but the problem is that everything that is beyond our science things in the school medicine is always like okay you're crazy yeah. okay um how much research is backing this up yeah something like this yeah and uh, <laughs> is this plan in uh, europe germany or worldwide to learn i think it's worldwide to learn is it taught in english or uh, so, no I, this was especially in in germany mm. but i think it exists in uh, english as well 
in English-speaking countries. I'm not sure. So there's probably other programs or at least yeah. subsidiaries of this one. But I know there there is like a, a guy, he's called Ulrich Volz. He's like a pioneer in ceramic implants. It's like, what I learned there is like most of the problems in dentistry, we as dentists put inside. <laughs> so, and no one... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no one wants to we don't say, say it, but yeah, but no one wants to say now. Okay, what we did the last hundred years was uh, bad for the people. It's like it was good in in one one thing was they would have no options. Yeah, it's like with fluoride. Yeah, so if you have a lot of carriers, uh, that we found out that fluoride is good against carriers was good. But now that we have that we know much more, maybe it's not necessarily like in the US they fluoride the drinking water. Right, right. I, in Germany, it's not, oh. it's not the case. So uh, it's your personal thing how much fluoride you put inside. But more and more people are using f uh, um, toothpaste without fluoride. Okay. Um, I would not recommend this to everyone because people who really have active cavities and have carriers, I would not recommend this. That low dose every day is a good thing. But it gets more in this, okay, what else could we do? And it goes in this direction, microbiome, that's a lot of... We know about the gut that mm -hmm. it's coming also with the oral microbiome to yeah. do things. And I just checked that I'm so interested in these topics that I did this special uh, specialization. Mm -hmm. And this guy in in Switzerland, mm -hmm. he is also doing a lot for this ceramic implants and total ceramic and total biological dentistry, which means there's also nutrition facts. They get um, infusions with vitamins so that the bone healing oh. is fixed so they are not implanting or doing something before the body is capable to to heal all these things and then they start to to put out all the all the rubbish so like all the yeah. all the people have in their mouth from decades yeah yeah but the body has to be healthy enough to heal all this big wounds and new yeah, implants yeah. And stuff but what when you say implants you do mean drilling it with a screw bit and putting a fake tooth it's a fake root in the bone it heals okay. inside the bone but it's mostly done with um titanium titanium right which is not bad but many more people are you can't say it's an allergic but there are people who um, have a reaction, mm. macrophagic English, <laughs> difficult, Makrophagenreaktion <laughs> against titanium. Also, because we have so many titanium dioxide, titanium oxide uh -huh. in everywhere, in, in pills, in sunscreen, oh. in wherever. So okay. if you see like titanium dioxide, yeah. which is like to make something white, toothpaste, so many subs if you look after it you see you know so more and more people also even they say you can't be allergic to titanium it is also possible that people don't aren't capable with to heal in titanium implants okay so this dr falls and he is teaching at least many many dentists from the u.s ah. so he, he has more um, international dentists coming there than dentists from germany Huh, and it's all for the ceramics. So they're strong enough to yeah, chomp on apples. It's more, it's his whole biological concept. He's doing oh. this for 20 years already, and he has his own brand for the ceramic implants because most of the classic dentists say, ceramic implants break. Okay, that's easy, but he's doing it for 20 years, and he's doing research now, and he's also going to universities now. There's different qualities of ceramic and different ways to heat it and everything. I'm I'm just fascinated with it, what he is doing, because it's away from like some hocus pocus or some yeah, something, yeah. because it's all um, this bone healing process and nutrition things. Um, he's doing it with an internist together. Uh -huh. And so I, I heard about all this and... I wanted to do a specialization in this as well to treat patients like this. Yeah. But then I found out that in the practices where I was employed, I couldn't do all these things because when the boss is not interested in this, oh, yeah. doesn't want to invest in things you need there, you are kind of stuck in the position that you think, okay, want to do it, but yeah, I have to do it alone. But then it comes back to I was pregnant, then you have a small child and you don't have so many colleagues who really see it the same way. Yeah, you'd have to like convince a new do another doctor that you know to 
invest and yeah. put you in there. I have another one, but she has two childs already. She will have her third child. <laughs> and we are always talking at how can we make this, uh, putting this together. But, but now, uh, today, I know it just takes me another two years, maybe, but I have a better plan of where to go. So, and to teach more younger dentists that these, and also general doctors, because they don't know. No, they have no idea what to do. In Germany, especially, they don't know anything about dentistry. They always say, like, ah, the dentists do this. So, yeah. they don't know basics <laughs> about dentistry. As a, not, not all of them. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> do y'all do stuff with uh, kefirs and the job? Like CMD? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, CMD. What I said, if you're a general dentist in Germany, you have so many specializations. You learn about the junction. You, you learn you all this. Because you have so much more time in school directly with science, where like, I think there's some dentists in America when they come out, they're like, I don't feel comfortable with certain types of root canals. I'll send you off to a specialist who has more training in that. And I always thought mm. that was weird because like, It's your teeth. Like, y'all should be pretty much well, even more, you know what I mean? Like, that should be a, a standard thing in their practice. But, but with root canals, it's difficult. That's <laughs> really what you learn in university is not enough. In yeah. Germany, yeah. 70 or 80% of the dentists do root canal treatments, not the way it should be done. So the root canal treatment is a good to topic because it comes back to the biological dentistry. Mm -hmm. These guy or people who really look a little bit after it say... It's they have to take them all out because it's a death, or uh, it's a death organ, organ, uh -huh. yeah, organ. Yeah. So and it can't be good to leave something in the body where there are all these processes with uh, death material, yeah. and because the root kernel is a cl complex system, so it's it's not like just uh, a tunnel. It's not a tunnel. It can be more like a river delta. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Like the shapes and everything is, is very can complicated, be everything. which is why most dentists can't And do it. in dental school, you learn something like, okay, the upper molar has three root canals. And that's stupid because I did the specialization and it can have, and 80% of them have four and the others have five or six or seven or you cannot count it because it's some, it's natural. Yeah, It's more like the root of a tree or something. It's natural. And the problem is to clean this so perfectly that there's really no nothing of dead material left so i also did this specialization after university in endodontics and this specialization is good because people who didn't do this yeah they, they can so it's it's good if people say go to a specialist because specialists do this with a microscope ah. but the deeper i get into the topic with the with the biological things and the whole body the more you think about is it really good to leave substances you have to leave things inside um one of the dentists we interviewed he's an older guy that's what he was talking about he's like there's no way you, it's like you trap this yeah. this bacteria and eventually it's going to seep out because teeth yeah and, and i have to say from my practical work like 80% of the problems the pain or whatever people come with it because of root canal treatments or um, the cutting of the um, of the end of the root, okay. which is a therapy that is paid by the general health insurance, ah. but which doesn't make sense. It makes more sense to make the root canal treatment done by a specialist mm. to renew it, like to open it from above. But as I say, 70 years ago, one found out, okay, we just cut. Yeah. We cut the end. Yeah, it works well. We just cut the end. So we, we drill through the bone. So we make a big hole in the bone. And then we cut the end. And then maybe it gets better. And all of these teeth, I, I, I saw a lot of them. Yeah. They are, it's, a, it's a death within the next five or ten years. Wow. So like they have this death tooth and they will lose it. Most, I've never seen someone having a VSR. So it's called um, root top... You don't know the word? I don't know, but I'm sure if, if a dentist is listening to this, they'd be like, I understand what she's saying. <laughs> so in Germany, we call it VSR. So, and um, this, is, this is also a topic, but it all comes together. You see, it, it, it belongs together because this is still paid by the general health insurance, even though it's a, a horrible treatment. So I think better is to take it out then totally mm. instead of doing all these treatments. 
when you don't have money or whatever right. to do it by a specialist who has a microscope and who has like five hours time to treat one tooth wow. you have to have the money to go to one so i by myself i'm not sure yet if i would prefer to have a root canal treatment done by a super specialist so i would go to one in the university uh -huh. or to have a ceramic implant like this dr falls is doing it he's putting all the root canal treated tooth out doing his bone healing process and putting ceramic implant instead of it. I guess it does come down to cash, though. Like, yeah. What, what can you afford? Like, I can't afford a 10,000 euro tooth. No, but if you, if you can afford it, so if now one of my tooth would die, I would definitely think about these two options, yeah. but no options in between, like a root canal, no specialist, or this VSA thing. So I would... You'd be like, no, this... Yeah. This, <laughs> I know what's going to happen. <laughs> Don't want this. All right. So it's difficult to go back to normal dentistry after you know all these things. Yeah. That is my topic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And then you're trying to educate other, like you said, younger dentists. And yeah. So I'm almost uh, um, trying to support other female dentists to do their own business. Because only when you do your own business, oh, we have to do this together. It's this networking topic. Mm -hmm. We're not good in this. Everyone has his own practice and is doing his own things. Yeah. And the only thing we can survive in this whole system and um, establish this newer, um, what I talked about, we have to be together. But most of them don't see themselves as entrepreneurs who are really building up a company. But if you are, have a, a house with like six dentists and specialists to, to have all these topics Yeah. Uh, together you would need uh, yeah more money and it's a big invest to have something like this but uh, people in Germany are a little bit more restrict I think in the US it's different people are more thinking yes yes yeah. yes we can so, get the 5,000 square foot yeah. with the 16 dental chairs yeah just get some hygienists it'll clean teeth all day yeah but we'll have three doctors I, I think it's also a little bit of female male thing mm. so there are more men who did it like, uh, that way But um, so we are 90% female dentist now in Germany. Wow. So this job is more and more female. And they are all stuck in this employed motherhood situation. And then they are all not happy with it because they feel, I want to do different dentistry. I want to have different structures. Mm -hmm. But I don't see how can I get this. And this is what I'm now doing, like supporting them and coaching them and bringing these people together. But for me, it was also a process to let go of this um, practical work. Because if I would still do the practical work right now, I would not have time to do all this. So it was kind of, yeah, it's all about making a decision, eh? I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're definitely in an uphill battle in a sense because you have to reach out to all these dentists, have them care about what's going on. How, even if they don't care about bio, bio dentistry, it's like, are you at least okay with it? Yes. Would you like to ever own a practice maybe with 10 other ladies that you share expenses You come in on this day, we come in on this yeah. day, we all have kids, we don't want to work five days a week anyway. So everybody, every shift is covered. That's, parts that's of the, the plan. <laughs> and then how, many, how long are you here? Okay, well then you owe this much of the overhead and then you owe this much of the overhead. We can split marketing. We can all be underneath this umbrella of... Yeah, and the most important thing, we have a cool team like in this startup world. So it's not this... Um, dusty dentist world like there is one boss and who says like we go like this so in our generation we want a workplace that is also a little bit a family and we don't want to like older dentists used to throw instruments after their assistants in Germany it's quite common when they didn't do what they wanted but yeah. we also want a different team but you could all be independent too in a sense like we all like ceramics so we have a fancy ceramic machine But I don't care what you do. You want to offer discounts? You can do that. You want to... Okay, but you ha will have all this assistance in dentistry. You need oh, that's true assistance too. And, and then you're a leader for all these people. Yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is what they are afraid of, to have so many employed assistants, people. What do your assistants do? Like in America, they clean teeth. That is it. No, in Germany, they assist you with the treatment itself. Well, yeah, there's that too, I mean. Yeah, well, and they clean all the instruments. Ah, so, they, so you have hygienists. 
So you, like, the, I think there's, I think in America it's like that. You have hygienists that like clean people's teeth all day. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have the same. Yeah. And then you have the people that actually assist you in surgeries and things like that. Chair assistant. Yeah. It's called like this. Okay. But these chair assistants also have to clean all the instruments, prepare the treatment. So they could get confused. And you also have people who do this um, business, some, some reception or whatever. Uh -huh. So you need lots of people uh. around. And you don't have so many people who want to do this assistant job anymore. Uh. Because they paid them so worth the last 20 or 30 years. Ah. Because they were like, I'm the doctor, I'm the king. And mm. you have to do what I say. So no one in Germany has really wants to do this assistant job anymore so we we're missing yeah it sounds like a lot of stress for not a lot of money and you're like <laughs> so no one is doing it anymore yeah, yeah. instead of you have a cool workplace and you say the assistant no no it's it's good to work here and it's not so bad paid and it's yeah. uh, but there are not enough who has the uh, who did uh, do this um ausbildung are they more qualified than a hygienist um, in Germany, they are all ZMF, Zahnmedizinische Fachangestellte. It's a pretty German word. That's German for you. That's one word, y'all. Yeah, it's one word. Zahnmedizinische Fachangestellte. So it means like dental specialist, um, dental practice assistant. Yeah. And this is three years. You, uh -huh. you go to the... Uh, you are in the practice and you go to school. Yeah, it's like a training school. Uh, yeah, it's Ausbildung in German. Mm -hmm. And if you've done this, you can put on top um, specialization in hygienist to be someone who's ah, cleaning okay. the teeth or in someone who's doing more all the stuff with the insurance. Oh. Or like with the general health insurance, private insurance. Like uh, just nurse. there are people in these practices who only do like this, this <laughs> things. Did you do this? Uh, I think you did. <laughs> When I tell it, it sounds ridiculous, but it's totally normal. No, that's a, different, um, that's a different school for us. You got the hygienist people, and then you have the medical billers. Like, that's a class. I am. So they can do, technically, I guess, whatever their passion is, they learn the codes, and they just you hire them to do it so you don't have to train your... Okay, no, in Germany, they do all this basic three years um, assistant, chair assistant. Wow. Now, do they go to high school? Or do they, at like, 15 start this, so by the time they're 19, they're It finished? It used to start with 15, like this Ausbildung mm -hmm. thing. But nowadays, no one goes to school only up to 15. Most of them stay longer. And so most of them do have this official graduate from high school with 18 or something. So most of them start with 18. China's kind of like that. They had the, you know, at about 14 or 15, you kind of know, like... Okay. What am I going to do with my life? And uh, you either go to trade school, finish high school, and then you go to uni and yada, yada. But you can be like, I'm going to be a nurse. Okay, cool. At 15, you can just go and become a basic, basic yeah, nurse. Yeah, yeah. But in Germany, you could also do this. Yeah. But no one is 15 anymore. I think they're more than 16. Yeah. But you can still go to uni to be a nurse. Um, no, it's not a university. It's all this. You go to the practice or you go to the hospital uh -huh. and you are three years in the hospital and beside the practical thing in the hospital, you have the school. Okay. And this is the same with the um, general doctor assistances or with the dental assistants or with people who are just working in the bureau mm -hmm. in a company. They also can go with 16 to a company and then they're doing this three-year Ausbildung, what we call Ausbildung, and mm -hmm. then they work in the company And once a week or twice a week, they go to their school. And in this school, they learn topics only for this, like being in a bureau or like being a dental chair assistant or whatever. <laughs> I would find that so stressful. Like I kind of already knew what I always wanted to do. But if you're like the typical 15, 16 year old who's kind of like. No, after this, you can do You can also say like, okay, now I will um, uh, do a study. I want to study. Well, I'm just saying like, you know, it's kind of difficult to. When you get involved and you're like 27, you're like been doing the same thing for 10 years. And you're like, actually, I hate it. I wish I could go back and spend three years doing this again. Yeah. But I think Germany at least is set up where you can take a hiatus, go back to school and you can do yeah. these things. Now, as I said, this is a model that also comes from last 30, 40 years ago where more people just went to the general school mm -hmm. and were finished with school with 16 and only people who wanted to go to university did this higher education up to 19. Mm -hmm. So this 13 school years. Right. 
But nowadays, it's like 80% take 13 school years. So it used to be just the elite who did this abitur, yeah. it's this high school, but now it is almost everyone has it. Yeah, or not everyone, but more, the percentages yeah. higher. They say that too about college graduates. They've been pushing, go to college, go to uni in America, and now... Now, now you get a master's degree because that, that first degree doesn't matter anymore because everybody has that degree. Yeah. And you're like, well, geez. Okay, so when you're working at that past practice or trying to uh, get the females together, any kind of marketing ideas or tips that seems to work? So I, because I'm interested in these topics, I did some Google online studying, some I'm also doing a business coaching right now. So, but what I recognize is I know already much more about marketing or online marketing or things um, than all these other dentists. <laughs> um, because I, um, I would definitely recommend to do some, uh, to do social media and online marketing and it's all about Facebook and Instagram and some modern practices are already on Instagram and they are cool uh, and they um, have fun there. So I think it, it's necessary, but it's still more important that you have um, happy patients who tell their neighbor yeah. that this is a good dentist and um, you need both, I think. But there are still many dentists in Germany who don't have a web page or a, a homepage. Or answer their phone on a normal business hour on a business day. <laughs> That's my experience so far. 30 phone calls to find one doctor open. It's crazy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> But you tried it on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Which is the originally free time for doctors in Germany. Uh, things I need to remember when I make phone calls. Okay, no, but um, I would definitely recommend to do something there or to source it out to a, to a real good um, agency yes. who really knows how to do it. But uh, the dentists always want to do their own stuff and to keep their money. And so they will not pay the higher high quality agency. And yeah. I would recommend to invest a little bit more in, in this. But So we're going to switch gears. We're going to respect everybody's time, including our own. I always like to wrap up the interviews with some personal questions. Germany is set up with so much vacation. It's just a matter of requesting <laughs> it all. I'm telling you guys, it's so amazing. We always hear that US, they have no vacations at all. You can get a job that like, will give you one week. And the next year you work here, you'll get two weeks. But don't worry, Christmas, you get a week off. No, 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 I'm sorry, not a week. You get three days off for Christmas. It's ridiculous. It's for most places. And then as a business owner, we typically don't take as much vacation because, oh, if I close the doors, I don't make as much money. So as a, I guess if you can answer the question in a sense of if you know people that own their own dental business. Yeah, yeah, I know. How are they able to take as much vacation as an employee when they, quote, can lose the money? What happens there? How does that look to you? So I, I have uh, good examples because I have like two friends of mine who are um, orthodontists mm -hmm. and who have their own practice and have children. And I have the impression that they are only running, 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 running and working too much. Mm -hmm. They say, okay, it's fine for me at the moment. I mean, at least they take as much vacation as the employed in Germany because the orthodontics, uh, orthodontists, they have um, a lot of children. Mm -hmm. So when the school is closed, They also close the practice because they say that the school kids are anyway Everybody gone away. So most of the orthodontists I know, they say, like, no, I have in spring, in um, autumn, summer, maybe three weeks in summer. School is six weeks off in summer. Um, so they manage it that way. Okay. No, most of the uh, dentists, they still earn enough money To, to do their holidays. I think when you're, uh, as an employee, you have your tw 24 days mm -hmm. at least, but I had like 29 or something. Um, so it's quite comfortable from your point of view <laughs> to have these holidays, yeah. but I would not change now to, my, to be my own boss and then have less holidays. So most of the mm, people I know who have their own practice, not, maybe not within the first two years, But all the guys I know who have a longer time, they're practicing, they are having holiday every six weeks. They do a week off or something. Okay. I would also prefer to do this because the job. Yeah. Well, I like that because I have noticed in our own clinic with, with chiropractic, kids are off. We're like, all right, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a slower week. 
because everybody's like, pew. Well, I guess pre-corona, pew. They're, they're going to every kind of traveling. And... Okay, so we have spouses or significant others. Any tricks of the trade to stay happy? <laughs> um, I think it's essential to find a, a way that fits to you. So I thought many years, okay, I did the dental school. I'm a dentist now, so I have to practice dentistry. Mm -hmm. So for me, it, there were these options. Okay, I can also do a total different thing from this, but not erase everything I learned about dentistry. So uh, I, I use it now and I'm very thankful for the good education you have on the state university here in Germany. So I know that this education in, in the US costs a lot of money yeah. and we get this high class education because I also went to foreign countries and treated patients there. So I really value my, um, my education in that case. But for me, it was a big shift to say, okay, I don't have to practice dentistry, but I also can do something that um, helps me. And I think there are some dentists out there who also feel like this. Mm -hmm. I would recommend them to follow their heart. What <laughs> nowadays is that? Follow your heart. Oh, yeah. Follow your heart. <laughs> no, but to, to just feel what makes sense for me. But I also have many friends from university or dental school who always say, no, I could never stop doing this. I love this so much. I want to continue doing this. Mm -hmm. But then you have to build your, you have to see that you can build your own structures because many of them are complaining about the structures. Like I'm, hmm, this is not good. This is not good. But they don't see that they can they have the chance with this uh, education to do their own business and to modify their structures or to do some specialization in the fields they are interested in yeah. or to maybe do a, um, a career at the university. So um, my husband is a lot of uh, in contact about his job. He's a lawyer with uh, doctors in the university, like the, the main boss of university clinics and uh, prof professor mm -hmm. uh, and people like this. And I also want to encourage people like female dentists, you can also go this way because for them they see, no, I could never do this. Like this is too high. So do so many scientific things oh. or to do this. You have a female president of the whole country. Uh, yeah, but she doesn't have kids. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, there we go. No, no, but this is the woman, the, the, the woman can say like, no, it doesn't count for me. Angela Merkel, yeah, but she's special. Huh. No, she's the president, but, or the counselor, but, but she's special. She's, she's not me. Wow. And it's like there are female dentists who are leading a, a university hospital, but not much. And they don't see themselves as, okay, I could do this type of career. Because I'm a, a person who is very interested in science, yeah. maybe. But they don't see it as an option. So I would recommend to see a little bit more what you can, yeah, what is possible with this. Or for me, I want to do some more in um, other countries. Mm -hmm. Because I can have a bigger impact there. I think the general mouth health in Germany is quite good. It's, yeah. it's very good compared to other countries. So I think my impact here is... Yes, okay, but there are 70,000 dentists here right now, and wow. the situation is not so bad. So You can kind of get... Yeah, but you have to, to ask yourself what you want to do with the skills. Are people opposed to paying for a business coach? Whether it's a dentist that's amazing, and they're like, hey, I've got a 5 million euro clinic of dentists. Maybe you can hire me, and I will teach you how to be a better business person some some dentists do. I actually know people who do this, but it's not. It's not very. It's not super common. So, okay, because you went to Cambodia, right? I went to Ecuador doing my studies and to Cambodia, yeah, yeah, to treat some people there. And I still want. I have something in my mind to do this a little bit more to empower some other females in other countries to be dentists because with dentistry they can have such a good thing to to offer to their communities so it's a great job to run your own business even in china it, was... it, it yeah it, it would be it's a amazing. great job for so many 
yeah, especially not so you well educated women right who now. Don't brush their teeth, who have cavities, who need to get it pulled. And you need people to treat it. And yeah. the options we have now with digital dentistry are amazing. Oh, so yeah. with digital digital dentistry, <laughs> it's um, so many options to treat uh, cavities and uh, within a day. With all these intro wall scan and there's so many things. So you can really get a full picture of what's going on. So you actually treat it yeah. perfectly without having to guess in a sense. Still a minority who's doing this properly. And again, it's money. It needs it's 10 years uh, to come that it's more common that people do it that way. Ah, okay. I don't know how far it is in the US. Or I have no idea. But you know, like I was, I was trying to say, it was sometimes all this stuff is, is limited by money. Like, do you want to invest the money necessary to have the equipment in your office if you're either A, coasting and you're like, my life is good, I have a steady income, or A, I'm struggling because there's a lot of dentists in my town. So to invest in this, it doesn't, it's, it, will it give me better results? Will it get me more clients? You know, a lot, of, a lot of doctors, I think, they get the newest technology and they think they advertise that like the public even knows what that is or cares. Oh, you got the most fanciest digital whatever like i don't tell me how that benefits me like less pain do i get yeah but for this these guys would need a business coach and they <laughs> they would take care of that for you see uh, they didn't even invest in some or not even a business coach they should just hire an employee who has who comes from a big company or from has another mindset this would also help <laughs> i like that good answers all right so to wrap this up any books or uh podcast whatever it could be german or english that you uh like to read or think other people should uh, okay so in dentistry mostly i consume german things but i started to find out more international things because international dentistry is also different to just german dentistry <laughs> but most of the germans are so stuck in this so i'm interested in that so i'm but i don't have so many international recommendations. So, saure Zähne, which means um, sour tooth. Okay. It's a podcast in German, saure Zähne. So, it's very good for dentists from other dentists about some special, special topics. Okay. <laughs> um, and in, um, in Aller Munde, that's interesting, that is uh, about this biological dentistry. That is the guy who does all this nutrition stuff. You can follow him on Instagram because he writes most of his things in English. Uh, Dominic, Dr. Dominic Nischwitz and dieses Dr. Ulrich Volz in Switzerland with his um, Swiss Dental Solutions. Don't worry, y'all. I will have her send me an email with these people's names and <laughs> a website so that it will be in the show notes and the transcript so that uh, you can click it and, and discover these things as well. Yeah, but I should, uh, I'm not in a good contact with them now. But because I like this book from Dominic Nischwitz, so I really have to get in contact with them because I'm recommending them all the time and they don't know. So I definitely you have, have a relationship. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I've got an affiliate link at least to get a kickback for all this yeah, recommendation yeah, I'm I doing. Yeah, I should do something like this because this book is really good and um, yeah, but I, I want to contact him. Yeah. <laughs> or I contacted him, him already, but he's also very busy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just want to thank you so much for your time today and being able to, to share uh, a different perspective that uh, most of us, I think, of the audience don't know. And I think this does enrich, take, you know, we, can, we don't have to take for what we have for granted and we complain, but then we can see other things. So there's so much out there uh, to broaden our perspective on things. So I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you very much, Justin, for your interesting questions. <laughs> <laughs> Another great interview has ended. While you're on your phone, click that review button. Write up a nice review for me. Five stars if you could. As everyone says in the industry, it'll help other people to find us when we have enough rankings. Not to mention, I'll mention you and your review on an upcoming episode. If you follow me at all on Instagram, you know you only get one link. So I use a link tree. And so it's a doctorsperspective.net slash links with an S. And that's going to give you everything you need to know. The top Episodes of 2017 and 2018, the podiatry series, dentist, acupuncture series, holiday 2017, financial series, how to write a review, how to support the show, like buying a cup of coffee, getting swag, like t-shirts, the Today's Choices Tomorrow's Health book, that's the blueprints for better health, exercise, picking food correctly, and financial, and then of course, 
bundle packs, which can get you the No Needle Acupuncture book, 40 common conditions, including the electric acupuncture pin, at a great deal. The resources page has some of the products that I like. It's a affiliate style, so if you buy something from them, I get a piece of that. Just like on the show notes pages, if you buy a book from clicking that link, I get a small piece of that as well. So I really appreciate that. Things like Screencast-O-Matic, PureVPN, Missing Letter, JLab Speakers, Prolone Edge or Hawk Grips. Uh, once again, if you do need any coaching on how to improve some of your blood work, drop weight, and the Prolone Diet, Fast Mimicking Diet, 5-Day Plan, let me know as well as if you just need some coaching, whether it's health, whether it's marketing, whether you need some practice growth, etc. Reach out. Facebook, Justin Trosclair, MCC. Of course, at a doctorsperspective.net on the top right, you got all the social media icons that you can imagine. Click your favorite and reach out. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please tell a friend, pass it along. You can go to .net slash listen. It's just that easy. It'll open up right in your app. And don't forget, I appreciate you. Listen, critically think, and integrate. See you on the mini-sodes on Thursdays and Saturdays. Hope you're enjoying those. I'm definitely having fun summarizing these podcasts in less than 10 minutes for you. You get the nuggets without having to waste your time. Have a great week. A doctor's perspective. Learn stories of success. Avoid struggles they've met. Doctors of all kinds come together to help you shine. So sit back, take it in. It's great what you've been giving on a doctor's perspective.